Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. Hello Lagos, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. Living in the digital age means you are bombarded with information. The federal government is asking Lagosians to believe. Speaker of the House, Femi Bajabi. It's getting harder and harder to find the truth in the disinformation. Or to put today's headlines into context. One of us just me, Sandra, on my reach. That's why I'm here. I ask the tough questions that get to the root of things. The previous um, election had um, allegations of rigging. Nobody has been able to prove that 2018 elections were rigged. I tell you the history behind the news. I need to take you back. I need to give you a bit of history. Now Zimbabwe got its independence. I cut through the spin and show you the facts. No, I will, I will let you talk. Coyote, Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. There's a reason why more and more Lakotians are tuning in. 570,000. 630,000. 674,000. The latest numbers are 974,000 people listening to Hard Facts. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 749 confirmed cases nationwide. 749 confirmed cases nationwide. So like I always say, please, 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 please take all the precautions that you can. Uh, make sure that um, you wear your mask as you're going out. Uh, don't go out unless you cannot avoid going out. When you go out, wear your mask, maintain your distance from people, uh, wash your hands, sanitize your hands, and uh, let's keep ourselves and each other safe. Second hard fact of the day, we have an update on the molestation of um, a JS1 student of Deepa Life High School. So uh, Deepa Life themselves released a statement from the Education Secretary, Mrs. Thelma Malaka, of the Deepa Life High School. And in that statement, they basically thank everyone who has reached out, thank everyone who has told them to uh, be uh, transparent with their investigation, and then went on to say, quote, however, considering the potential impact of this issue, especially on what we stand for, we are compelled to provide an early update before the final report is released by the government. The panel has sat, and we have presented staff members and students of our school who have been mentioned in this particular case all through the period of the investigation. We believe that the government will share their final report once the investigation is concluded. As a parent myself, I do care about the mental and physical health of Don Davies, who has been at the center of this issue. Despite the intriguing underpinnings, we will continue to show our love to him within the limits permitted by his parents. We have unflinching confidence in our God to resolve the issue, such that at the end, the truth will ultimately prevail. And then she says, thirdly, I will let I would like to let you know that the police is also currently investigating this matter and we have been invited to share our side of the story. The detailed interrogation was, however, adjourned due to the holidays. We believe that a new date will be communicated as soon as possible by police authorities. And then she went on to restate the Deeper Life High School uh, values of integrity and uprightness and says that they're not going to attempt to cover up any immoral act under any guys. So it's really an update that um, 
doesn't say much, signed by the Education Secretary, Deepa Life High School, Thelma Malaka. We'll keep an eye on that story. If there are more things that pop up, we'll let you know. Uh, I'm excited that we're coming to the end of the year. This is the last Wednesday for year 2020. If you do uh, want to talk about that story, when you call us on today's Big Three, share your thoughts uh, on what you've heard uh, as an update from Deeper Life uh, High School. Thank you to all 970,000 of you for tuning in. I have a great show for you on the Big Three. We're going to talk about Lagos State Government's plan for decongesting the port area. Then we're going to talk about uh, NIMSI's plan to decongest the NIN registration venues. And then let's talk about CAN advising churches not to hold crossover services. Today is Wednesday, so glass ceiling is coming your way, right? We'll look at the biggest conversations we had in 2020. We covered a lot of ground on the show this year. We'll have a fresh discussion about those stories. Chief Andy Obofuribe will be joining me uh, because last week we had a woman and it's equality, right? So today we're going to have a man. On today's Big Hard Fact, let's talk about October 2020. We're continuing our year in review and we finally got into the month of October. And I have to say I've been dreading <laughs> October for a long time, but um, we have to do it. We have to face it. We have to take a look at it. It's part of our history now. You have news updates coming your way at the top of every hour. After the news at six, we have Lagosa, a fantastic radio play. And after uh, Lagosa from 6.30, uh, Voice of America takes over the air and brings you Let's Talk, where they have amazing, amazing conversations from all over Africa. Have you listened to that show before? You should listen. 6.30, that's when it takes over. They've talked about all kinds of things, and it's always one interesting thing after another. But let's get started with today's Big Three. This is The Big Three. The Big Three. On the Hard Facts. On 99.3, Nigeria Info. Can the ports be decongested? Can scheduled appointments decongest NIMSI offices while still meeting the NIN deadline? And will your church hold a crossover service? Those are the big three, Lagos. Let's talk. For our first story, let's take a look at Governor Songwulu's visit to the ports. I told you yesterday that he went down there to assess the congestion. Remember, the state government is taking over the effort to clear up the ports. And I say taking over because for almost two years, we've had a presidential task force that was meant to do this. It was headed by Kayode Okbeifa. And yesterday, I told you how Okbeifa has declared victory and gone home. According to him, they've created a master plan and an enforcement uh, 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 structure. And now, all it will take to clear up the roads around the ports is two to six hours. That's what he said. On Monday, Governor Sonwolu was down there for about six hours, but the ports are still congested. If you're watching us on Facebook right now, I'm showing you footage of the governor's um, trip to um, Apapa. So let's talk about what the governor saw and what the governor said. First of all, he said that uh, there were too many trucks parked on the road all over the cluster. You're, you're watching the video for yourself right now. He saw lots of trucks parked on the road all over the cluster. Now, we all know that um, the immediate cause of the gridlock are these uh, trucks. Why are the trucks there? The governor uh, says that... Um, uh, the people who are parked there, according to the drivers that the governor spoke to, uh, that uh, the people that were parked there were waiting to be called to pick up containers. 
Now, Governor, Sungolu made an important point. These trucks haven't been called yet. Most of them are not waiting for a specific cargo. Even the ones waiting for a specific cargo don't know whether or not it has arrived. So basically, they just show up and wait and they park on the roads that they don't have, uh, that, that they shouldn't be parking on so that they don't go far. So the first question is, it has to be really, why are the authorities letting this happen? We have LASMA, we have VIO, we have police, we have road safety. Why are they letting the trucks park on the roads? It's an actual traffic offense. Do you know that? And the governor said we need to set up a dedicated team or, or task force made up of, of security personnel to keep these trucks off the streets. But as I heard him say that, eh, I remembered that back in 2019, eh, they did set up a team. Remember? They set up such a team. The governor of Nokpefa announced that road safety, police, LASMA would be collaborating to stop trucks from parking on those roads, on those port roads. So what happened to that special team? What happened to that collaboration? Now, another question that uh, the governor asked while he was at the port was, how come the truck drivers who obey the law are being ignored? Because here's what's supposed to happen, right? There are dedicated parking areas for trucks in the cluster. Trucks are supposed to go there and park. And then when it's time for them to pick up their container, they will get called from the parking area. But on Monday, Governor Sungolu went to those authorized areas and the drivers were complaining. They said that they end up waiting for weeks and months and they don't get called into the port. Instead, it's the drivers who park illegally on the roads that get called because they're closer. So according to the governor, we have a system of perverse incentives. That's where the system is rewarding people who are doing the wrong thing. And that's why so many people keep doing the wrong thing, by the way. question is why why is it that after all these months officials in the ports are allegedly still working with the truck drivers who are blocking the roads governor kwa did not have an answer he too kwa was asking question at the ports and he said he was going to send his findings to the nigerian uh, port authority and other stakeholders so that they can come up with a way to fix this and when i was listening to the governor say that thing it made me ask if that is the case what was the presidential task force doing for 19 months? If Governor Songolu is saying that as at Monday, the federal agencies at the ports were still doing the wrong thing, how come the presidential task force couldn't call them to order in almost two years? And if that's the case, how come Okwefa is saying that uh, they've solved the problem? And then it leads to another question. I know I have several questions today, but uh, pick your choose. <laughs> Do Governor Songolu and the Lagos State Government have the power or authority to compel employees of federal agencies at the ports to do the right thing and work only with trucks who use the legal parking areas? Do they have that power? 
0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993-993. What do you think about Governor Songolu's visit to the ports? Why are port officials still giving ear to truck drivers who park illegally? Are you a truck driver who parks illegally? Why do you do it? What's the reason? Are you a truck driver who parks where you're supposed to park? Why are you not parking illegally? Why have LASMA, road safety, other agencies been unable to stop illegal parking of trucks? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805 and call the live studio 0700-993-993-993. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello? Call back if you can, 99.3. Hello? All right, uh, 99.3. Hello? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, what's your name? Yeah, this is Mickey Michael calling from Yanopaja Axis. Welcome to the show, go ahead. I wanted to contribute to your program. First time caller anyway. Very interesting. Good to have you on the show, go ahead. It is that Governor Sowolu is the number one citizen of the state, so it is his top of the federal government. He has the right and impact to to intervene into the issue of ground. But the gospel truth is that those vehicle parking along the street have been seriously installed by the security men. If they tell you how much they collected from these drivers, so the drivers will not find it difficult that after collecting such amount of money from them, then all of a sudden they now come and tell them to leave the road. And if you if you were to be the one, look at it too. So no matter the security they form to look at that issue, they must go there and collect money. And I don't know what's wrong with our security men. They have to collect money. If they constitute another one, they will still go there and co- collect money. Even if they constitute a security man that is so sincere, those ones there initially will now come corrupt. They have cowboys all over the places. And due to joblessness, you know, the situation is terrible. I just pray God will help us. I, did, I don't see how they are going to cure those issues on ground. Unless if they will not classify that on Monday, so, 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 people are to be online and they must make sure that they attend to those people. Mm. And that could be a way out. And that could be a way out. Mm. God bless you. Thank you for the program. I love you all. Thank you so much for calling us, Michael. 99.3. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Uh, my sister, good day. Good day. Um, my name is uh, Christopher. Welcome, Christopher. Um, Go ahead. Tell us from my papa. They've closed the wall for now. Okay, tell me, tell me what's yeah. going on. I'm still telling you that they go slow. They close, I mean, uh, all those uh, trucks, they still block road. Okay. As we are talking now. Hmm. They're I... moving like a smell. Okay. So why, may... why, why the task force where they set up never cleared them? You know, say two years ago, they set up a task force to clear them. Why they never clear them? They, like this morning from a... Uh, um, I see a lot of police. They gather just in one place, they look road. Hmm. So it is a, <laughs> that one passed them. They don't know what to do. Say, and pass you know, them. All these, all these uh, trucks, all these trucks, now those cabals, they didn't get the truck. Which cabal? Like a dangote, like all those big, big men. You know, it's a, a poor man can do something where everybody go here. Uh, but even if Nakabal gets the truck, no be Kabal, they drive the truck now. 
Maybe then the driver, I mean, you know, the, their power make the, their, their driver they gain strong head. And at the same time, when any task force collect money from them, you know, like, if we, if we down for driver, they give last man money, the last man no get power to arrest him. Hmm. And that's the only problem. If you go there, they, they will see a lot of security, a lot of area boys where they go collect their money from the drivers. Hmm. Thank you for calling me, Christopher. I appreciate it. That's the big question I'm asking. Remember, I said today's today's uh, first story filled with so many questions. Why is it that after all these months, officials in the ports are allegedly still working with the truck drivers who are blocking the roads? Why? What was the presidential task force doing for 19 months? If Governor Somolu is saying that as at Monday, federal agencies at the port are still doing the wrong thing. How come the presidential task force couldn't call them to order in almost two years? And then, like I said, you have a task force that contains LASMA, VIO, uh, uh, road safety, uh, police as well. They're supposed to collaborate to stop trucks from parking on those port roads. What has happened to that special team? What happened to that collaboration? Because the governor said that they're going to form another special team. 99.3. Okay. Turn your radio off. Yeah, radio off. Yes, go ahead. Uh, uh, it's a pleasure reaching you finally. Uh, the name is Mike. Welcome, Mike. See, there's a terminology I heard a couple of months back. Okay. Apapa pass Yahoo. What? Um, Apapa pass Yahoo. <laughs> As in, the money those people are making there, hmm. it's, it's, it's crazy when you hear the figures. See, I had a friend who, 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 who has trucks. Okay. He says these guys, these tax force guys, do daily contribution of 50k, 100k, 10d. Wow. 10d, as in they don't shake. Now that is my, as in they lobby to get transferred to those places. If you're a police officer, you are transferred there, the money you are going to remit to your bosses for even transferring you to a papa is mind boggling. Wow. So from police to customs, to road safety, as in they lobby seriously to get transferred to Papa. Wow. The checkpoints on that stretch coming from from Costain all the way down. It's each checkpoint for you to pass. If you want to if you're a truck owner mm-hmm. and you want your trucks to get into a papa port, mm-hmm. you are ready to cover at least three hundred K steady. Within two weeks you are going to load. But if you don't want to pay that money, you're ready to spend two, three months on the road. So that's why the dry ports, the ones, the other ones around the uh, satellite and the ones at Amuro are getting crowded. Because people can even some people even pay the money and they still don't. So it's 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 chaos out there. Lagos State when they want to take it, just open an office for another set of people. Wow. That's what's gonna happen. Wow. So some people are eating their own share, mm. you told them go home. Now you want to open office because is it governor governor that will come to who is going to come to the street to do the claim? It's the same police officers now. As you have spoken, I, I, can, I, I can guarantee you, as he made that statement yesterday, mm. people are already lobbying to be part of that thing that are going to be transferred there. Wow. To go and eat their share wow. of the uptake. Wow. To get a vehicle to move your goods from a papa to Oshodi mm-hmm. that used to cost less than 150 is 900k as I speak. 
you want to to get a vehicle mm. to move your container mm-hmm. 40 feet mm-hmm. from Apapa to Oshodi mm-hmm. is 900,000 naira. What, how many diesel are they buying? Ah, ah wow. So that cost comes back to me and you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we are the ones paying for this. The cost of the goods gets transferred from the importer to the to the to the retailer, and we are the ones that still pay for all these monies that they're exchanging hands between these guys. So if, if, so if they continue like this, so the question is, what is the way forward? I honestly don't know, to be, to be frank. Because whatever Sonoli wants to do, I can guarantee you, just open office for another set of people. That is what's going to happen. Thank you so much for calling to share this with me. My goodness. <laughs> 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon, ma'am. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling us. What's your name? Hello? Oh, no. Call back if you can. Hello? Hello. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon to you, sir. What's your name? This is Friday from Belia. Welcome. Currently, I'm speaking to you from uh, Tita Island now. Okay. See, what the governor is just trying to do is they are trying to, they, they are trying to some, try some politicians just to bring up another set of people that will come and eat their money. See, uh, Sandra, I told you on Monday, if you want to carry your truck from my to Tika Island, you have to part with 250 to 300,000 naira. If you don't give it to those task force, they will not pass you away. What those guys said that those who pack legally, they will stay for three months without getting work. Is the truth. Because the closer you are to the port, the, 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 the chances of you getting something out of those. See, uh, Sandra, you know that it's not only a truck, all these bike, bike men, they do give them tickets. From my two to uh, this Liverpool uh, uh, Bridge, I don't know if you know that. They are more than 60 uh, soldier men, and they have done some boys. All each of the team, they collect 200 naira for these bike men and give them tickets and place it on their highlights or every day. You calculate it how many thousands of uh, bikes that are on that road. See, Sandra, hmm. the, 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 the government. They are just, they know what they are doing. That, what I'm going said is uh, from Sika uh, to Osho Dina, it's mm. 900 naira in July. We tried to load one straw yesterday. What they charge us was 1.7. That is from Tika Island to Odojoro. Mm-hmm. 1.7. We beg with 1.6. No, we did not find any truck to load that container. It's still like there in the port now. I am currently speaking to you inside the terminal. So the government, they just want, they, if slavery cannot do it, the soldier cannot do it. Who are those people that will do it? The people are just coming to make their money. I'm telling you, Sandra, it's only God that can help this Papaparo, according to our president. That is only God that can help us. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Friday, for calling. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. United Kingdom.
listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. This is the big three on hard facts. And let me tell you, our first story was a doozy. We took a look at Governor Somolu's visit to the ports. That's where we started. But our second story is also quite huge because we're going now from decongesting the port to decongesting NIMSI offices. Our second story is about the ongoing NIN registration for phone numbers. Uh, because of the January 19th deadline, NIMSI offices are crowded. They are crowded. Nigerians are rushing out to go and get their NINs so that um, their phone lines will not get cut off. But obviously, big crowds are a no-no right now because of COVID. We've been talking about this for days. Whenever we talk about the Lagos State government going after event centers or nightclubs, you call me and you ask me, Sandra, are they not seeing NIMSI too? Well, now, even NIMSI has acknowledged that it's a problem. One would ask, of course, why did you not see this problem coming? But they've acknowledge that it's a problem. And now they want to reduce the crowds. And to do that, they say that they're going to start enforcing their appointment system. If you go to our Facebook page, you're watching us live, you're seeing uh, a press statement that they put out. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. Now, I should point out that this appointment system has been in place since February. But according to NIMSI, the public has been ignoring it. Now, can NIMSI really blame the public? I mean, if NIMSI staff had been insisting on only serving people with appointments, would the public have had the room to disobey? If you go for U.S. Embassy visa, you can't just show up there. You have to have an appointment. Anyway, here's how it's supposed to work. Each NIMSI office will have a set number of people it can process each day. When you come to the office, you are given the next available appointment for that day. If there are no appointments left, they give you an appointment for the next day and so on and so on. So if you get there today and they give you an appointment for tomorrow, you don't wait around. You just go home and you return tomorrow. That's how it's supposed to work. Now, some critics are pointing something out. They're saying that this means that most people will go to a NIMSI center twice. Now, the question is, should there be a way to book these appointments remotely? So back to that example, for those of you who have gone to get visa to one country or the other, you book your appointment online. You don't go to the office and they will give you an appointment and then you come back on the appointed day. You book it online. Now, NIMSI might tell you, oh, everybody is not computer literate. Okay. What if NIMSI has a USSD code? So the same way that you can press star 346 hash to find out if, you're, if you already have an NIN number because you have a BVN, what if NIMSI does something like dial star 222 star hash? And after you dial, you can choose your location. And after that, you get an SMS telling you the day and the time for your appointment. That way you don't have to go down to the office at all until it is your day. And you can't double book an appointment because the system will only give one appointment per phone number. So, see, it's not rocket science. If Sandra, a journalist and communications professional, can think of this idea, surely somebody at the communications ministry can think it up too. Surely. 
Or do you think it's a terrible idea? Or do you think this system of booking in person is, is the perfect thing? You know, that way, no mistake. <laughs> but now there's a second issue, Seth, the deadline. Because let's say that NIMSI's booking system works and their offices are decongested. It means that very few people will be processed each day. Now, we saw that in one week, they processed 903,000 people nationwide. Now, let's say because of social distancing, eh? uh, that number drops to 600,000. That's 120,000 per working day. There are 13 days, 13 working days left before the deadline. They will register 7.8 million more people. Let's say 8 million. But we already know that there are tens of millions of people left. Yesterday, the Punch reported massive crowds at the NIMSI office in Abuja, and they were asking for an extension because it seems that most people believe that NIMSI doesn't have the capacity to process everybody in time. In fact, what am I saying? We heard the DG now, DG of NIMSI said the same thing. He said, we don't have the capacity, sir. And now because of COVID restrictions, they're slowing down even more. Is there a chance that NIMSI can register every Nigerian phone owner in time for their January and February deadline? Should the deadlines be extended? I'm sure you're going to say yes. What do you think about this booking system that I suggested? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it will, uh, it will uh, reduce crowds? What do you think about their own booking system that they've suggested? Do you think their own system will reduce crowds? Do you think it's efficient? 0700-993-993-993. Send us a WhatsApp message. 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. That's for WhatsApp. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello? Hello Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Sandra, my name is Sandra. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Sandra, your idea is a really great one. It's going to work. And the thing about going back to NIMSI office twice, mm. I think it's worth it. If it's going to reduce the crowd, it's a great idea. I've actually thought about it and it, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. But here's the thing mm. NIMSI would always say that they don't have money. And I can tell you hmm, that the biggest problem that Nigerian institutions like NIMSI face mm. is lack of funds or budget. Mm. Lack of funds or budget is the, reason, is the reason I registered for my NIMSI since 2014 and I still don't have a card and I'll never have a card. You understand? So totally they don't have the funds to do all create all those USSD codes or create an online booking system. No, but they have an online booking system already. They are the ones that said people can now book online for an appointment. No, sorry, not book online, yes. sorry. Come to the office to okay, yeah, they don't have online booking. Sorry. Yes, yes you're they right. don't have an a system that can, you know, do this book, online booking. I even though both of us know it's not very, you know, um budget uh, it's not a high budget um Thing, but you can do it with of, Google Docs, if you can exactly, do it. Like Google Docs, you don't do them. Yeah, but because of the bureaucracies and the corruption in the system, they're probably going to need a lot of millions of billions to do that. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, I don't know. I hope they listen to you and do something about it. All right. Then, can I talk about the... Um, Ports, yes, of course. Mm. 
And the dark color that said all those things, he said a lot and he, he hit the nail on the head. He's mm. 100% correct. The corruption in the system would make it impossible to clear and to clear that place to get rid of the traffic. And if you decide to maybe, the only thing they can do is to fire the, the head of customs, the people that are in charge of all these corruptions. That's the only thing they can do. As long as they keep on they leave them there. Nothing is going to happen, sadly. <laughs> Thank you for calling me. I appreciate it. 99.3. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm Sandra. Welcome. Yeah. I hope you're wearing masks in this party you're attending. Where? <laughs> you sound no, like no, you're no, at no. a party. No, not really. Some guys that play music uh, went to mechanics. Okay. So, All right, so. go ahead. Now you can welcome. Go ahead. Honestly, you see, just like the guy that pointed about one nine million, sorry, nine hundred thousand to clear your container, mm-hmm. to carry your container. Mm-hmm. Why can't we? Why can't we just or the government do something there? I don't understand. Is it fuel or this? Like he said, that is that five hundred thousand. Now, so many containers have not entered market. That's why we're having inflation because checking the cost of clearing goods, even China. Uh, uh, the, the cost of things, the things they buy before for like two thousand dollar, now it's getting five thousand dollar. So now, when they when they now buy those products, those products from China and import it, then you also face the papa guys. I don't know what is, I don't, because it's, it's annoying. Many goods that are supposed to have come to market before now was being delayed. They were saying it was answers that those things happened. And before, before the answers, even during the answers, even during the lockdown, our papa was working. Mm-hmm. And my own point again is, can't the government congest our papa by putting? I thought, I thought there is a Kurudu garage where they find the containers. And they put the containers there. Anyone that, that, that needs to carry anything from my papa, they will now go. Make a road for them. Maybe that is yes, if it's trail, trailway. Make a road for only containers to pass instead of for them to block everywhere. It's, it's not making sense. Then again, for the non-NIMSI or clinical, mm. you see now, mm. the idea. Ah, may the Kukuma employer, may the Kukuma <laughs> give you one office so that you're going to give them better, better idea. You don't feel like they will know anything again. I don't understand. You, 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 keep, you keep saying the same thing every keep doing the same thing and getting the same result. Okay, now you say, I read the news that, okay, people that didn't come with less money, they won't be attended. That one is accepted, yes. But some, some, there's some certain technology you just deploy. NCN, so many other networks have been doing it. They send this code, just die. Send your information. They will just have it for you done. Then you have online this thing. I also, I understand the biometric part. Mm. But is there no way you just make it easy for people to just... Get your locations around. But if, been, but but even that one, Seve, eh, right now what is more what what is most crucial for them is linking a number to your phone number. If you have registered your SIM card, it means that telecoms already have your your, your data. Better. If you have BVN, they already have your data. So the name, the number itself looks like it's the most important equation here. In which case, there, there has to be a way they can automate it and give you a number. And then much later, people can go at their own time and capture their biometrics. If biometrics is so important to these that, people. That, that's another thing because then we'll talk about too much data. We'll give in... We're giving out too much data. Then why can't they work with these network providers? 
right? We we'll register our lines. What kind? Of, even at BVN, they will say that if you register for a BVN, you can your name see or everything is already done for you. Well, Why can they work together? Well, when, I, well, when I spoke with the head of legal here on Hard Facts, she said uh, that their that their standard is uh, much higher than the standards of, for all these other organizations. So BVN Telecoms, <laughs> that their, that their own standards is uh, world class. Is um, you know, uh, international best practice. Hallelujah. So. <laughs> so, so your standard is very high. Yes, mm. it's just there, there is slope everywhere. You get because you can't get what standard. Okay, carry them along. Teach them that your standard. Ebuka, hello, are you there? Ah, oh, call back if you can. All right, we've got a message from Tinyere in Lekki. Tinyere says, Sandra, I love your idea of using USSD to book appointments. Also, this way, if NIMSI are serious, when the deadline arrives, they will have a list of all phone numbers without a name, but who have a pending appointment. And those ones can be spared from disconnection. Kudos, Sandra. Are you sure you're not a computer scientist? <laughs> no, I'm not a computer scientist. <laughs> We've got messages on WhatsApp. Let's take a look at uh, more of them. WhatsApp, by the way, is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. You can definitely share your thoughts via Facebook and Twitter as well. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3 and uh, Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM. Hello, Sandra. The number I used for my name in 2014 has been stolen. What should I do? Edit from Lecky says. Edit, that's a good question. And it's a question that only somebody at uh, NIMSI can answer. Or maybe even your telecoms provider. So either call your uh, telecoms provider or call NIMSI's customer care and somebody uh, may have answers for you. Uh, good afternoon, Sandra. Is it true that we can use our BVN to get the number? Yes, you can. If you have a BVN already, chances are they've already assigned uh, an, an NIN to you automatically. So dial star 346 hash. Dial it right now. Star 346 hash automatically. And uh, if you have a BVN, you probably already have an automatic NIN attached. Uh, good evening, ma'am. My name is Michael. The major problem here is not NIMSI or the public, but federal government uh, but federal government will heaven fall if they decide to do the SIM registration saga after they have con contained COVID-19? Well, good question. Will heaven fall? Sandra, number one, Lagos State cannot achieve the congesting port areas in an effort in futility. Um, NIMSI should have thought about uh, COVID-19. It's better uh, to do this than never, of course, and I think they should use your idea. Ayodele Olurotimi says, all right, thank you so much for your response to us via WhatsApp. We've got more messages. Good afternoon, Sandra. My name is Ade from Surulere. Compliments of the season to everybody who's listening. As per the terrible congestion at the Apapa ports, very serious corruption at all levels have made it impossible, has made it impossible to resolve the disgraceful, shameful and pathetic situation there. And people like Okwaifa know the truth of everything. As I've always stated several times, we have the wrong and corrupt people in offices and positions at all levels. If we don't seriously address those fundamental issues, we can never, 
ever develop and progress. Instead, we're going to continue deceiving ourselves, chasing shadows, suffering and smiling. Someone who wants to create another avenue for serious corruption as usual for any new team. I seriously weep for this nation. A message from Ade. Ade, thanks for your message. We'll take one final call and take a look at our final story on today's show. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Can you turn your radio down? I'm from Sanga. No, I'm still hearing it. Good afternoon. What's your name? The one thing that bothers me most is, uh, you see, we, we, we all these problems, crimes are committed in front of a police officer, and nothing is done about. Is that correct? Say that again. Crimes, a lot of crimes are being committed in front of a police officer, mm. and is the arbiter of that law. Yet nothing is done. Yes, allegedly. Okay, because one, all these double drivers, last man, the only person I cannot say is involved in this is road safety to some extent, which I have not. It's not as if they are innocent in totality. Hmm. Police. In the bus stops, you have the boys that will collect money for the evil money duty, afternoon, night, last man. All these ones are there. And nothing is done about it. Is the governor of the or the the, the, the the government of the day is not aware that all these things are happening? Now, is custom not aware that containers that are leaving tin cans or whatever destinations are booked? The boss, the boss, is not aware. When he came, he was saying anybody that caused the corruption is going to receive. How many have been dismissed? I agree, some have been dismissed for the, the, the maybe. Glaring offenses that no, we can accept it. But you see, the arbiter of these laws or the, or the enforcers of these laws are the ones that are encouraging the growth or the, the, they are the greatest enhancers of these problems. Go to NIM office. See, I did my life June last year, I was there for five days. Five good days because I needed, I wanted to open a, a bank account mm. and they said, No, if you don't provide this, we won't give you. Mm. And I want to get a job somewhere. Mm. This people want a current account in a particular bank. Mm. Five days. Wow. I don't want to say somebody came and he parted with something because he's in a hurry to get it, want to go out of the country. You go, don't come, don't come as a journalist. Mm. Go, and, go and see what is happening there. You will be pissed off. You will be, you will be wondering what kind of country are we running? Nothing you get on merit, nothing works. Eh? Sometimes I, if I, you you just see it's okay. It's our it's our style. It's our way of life. And we, I know sometimes I, would, I ask myself: in the next thirty years, mm. will somebody do something for you without ten percent, without kickback? Well, if we create if, 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 if we create a system that um, um, that stops that, I think it's possible uh, for that now, to, to happen. Now, let let us legislate law. If you have found one thing, if you still maybe you stolen public money in your in your Ni- Nigeria, your Ni- Nigeria has a lot of laws. Nigeria has a lot of laws. We why are they not working? Why are these laws not working? Because the people who should enforce it are not enforcing it, and the people who should hold the enforcers accountable are not holding the enforcers accountable so because they're waiting the until they long? get power to become the problem. Because think about how it. Long? The people at NIMSI collecting bribes, they're not when politicians. Your, when your son has 280, he's not given an admission. The, the, the authority, the school is telling you, look, 
We have people who have over 500 280s as cut-off points, yet he cannot get admission. Yeah. And somebody who is less than 150 is given admission. Then the man will say, you didn't play your goal. You didn't play your game well. That's the thing. Because as a people, we don't really hate corruption. We just hate that other people can corrupt more than we can. You know, so um, if we, until we really get serious about it, until we start to demand enforcement of punishments that have already been laid down, until we're ready to hold the enforcers accountable, we're just going to keep talking about these things. Speaking of uh, things that uh, people love to talk about, crossover services. That's our final story. The Christian Association of Nigeria, CAN, is advising churches to listen to government and uh, not cross over into the new year, not hold crossover services into the new year. Uh, a lot of state governments have laid down curfews, as you know, because of the COVID second wave. They've also asked uh, places of worship to limit their sessions and um, specifically some states are, uh, are saying that overnight services should not hold on New Year's Eve. And at first, we had some resistance to this thing from churches, right? I told you about some churches in the southeast asking the governors to reconsider. But you now have CAN coming forward and asking its member churches to go along with it. I'm also getting a report that the Redeemed Christian Church of God will have virtual uh, crossover services only. Daystar as well. Ulukoya as well. I'm seeing reports of churches saying that um, they're going to hold cross crossover service, but they're going to end early, like say about 11 p.m. But I've also had some people say that um, this defeats the purpose because the entire point was let people stay at home, right? But if people uh, come out for a, a service that night, does it matter whether they close at 11 or whether they close at 1 a.m.? The point is that people will gather in a place, right? But this is your story, Lagos. You tell me what you think. Do you think they should allow crossover services? What do you think of Kant's advice? What do you think of uh, churches that are going to do virtual crossover, including the RCCG? Do you think more churches should do that? Does holding a service that ends at 11 p.m. defeat the purpose of not holding a crossover service? Our number is 0700-993-993-993. We'll take a look at WhatsApp messages in a bit as well. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Yeah, good, good afternoon. Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name? Okay, Bayer is calling. Welcome, Bayer. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, <coughs> so, see, uh, me, I have two uh, perceptions to this uh, issue that you have raised, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. First of all, when the government, I just wonder, okay, maybe if we won't ask the government, what is the reasons why they said that um, crossover service must not hold? That is even the very first. Because me, I've ever not gotten the, the true, clear, and the logical, uh, whatever reason behind this agitation. Have you ever you been know? to a crossover service? Yeah, no, hold on. I know. You I have, know. right? Have you ever yes, been to have, You're yes, asking what the logic is. I'm trying to answer the question. No, yeah, okay, hold on, Sandra. No. But do you know, I mean, people have been, I mean, we have been holding, holding church services way back, even ever before now. Yes, right? and now there's a and second none wave. Of this, and none of these people have ever come. I mean, have there been any 
church. I didn't there, there are people that are, there are people that don't go to church all year and they all wait year. until fine. crossover to go fine to church. To crossover. So you have yeah, a bigger fine. crowd at crossover fine. service. We have a bigger. I mean, but sincerely, and it's typically and one service. Remember no, that before it used to be two services beyond. or four no, services. Sandra. Now it's just one service. Yes, yes. It goes beyond this. This is where I'm going to. You know, before this in my area, people have been having street jams. Okay, lately. But Do you get my point? Those are illegal as well. If you, no, as a Christian, no, should you no, not no. obey the law of the no, land? Please. See, the government that are saying this, I, I don't want to be religious. I don't want to bring religious sentiment about it. Mm. But, you know, see, they are our government. And even this same Bible that we should all know, uh, you know, people in authority and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But fine, whether church service is hood or not or whatever, mm-hmm. understand now. So they are in for it. Who is in because, for it? So I would advise, yes, I would who, who, advise. Who, who is in for it? Yes, they are fine. When you, when you, you anticipate, it's not that. You, you, said, they you said they're in for it. I, I'm trying to yes. clarify who you are. Yes, who, you know, who? at times, you know, biblically, mm. you know, there is a place, Job says, that the most things I feared most has befallen me. She understand now. I so even understand. the fear of second wave, mm. you know, of coronavirus coming, it is what I've made them. Uh, I mean, no, you know, honey, the, the, honey, it's not the fear of second wave coming. Second wave has already come. And so, so, so what now? The they're trying the, to control the spread, and the no, one place no. that it will spread are places that have uh-huh. a lot of crowds, and oh, places well, that well, have well, a lot of crowds well, are typically well, crossover well, services. Well, 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 Sandra, mm-hmm. you see, one thing is that let me just tell you, mm-hmm. I don't want to overflow this, and I don't want to bring religious sentiment about it, but I'm just saying that. Okay, mm. fine. We have obeyed them. Thank God you mentioned with him. Thank God you mentioned of this. I belong to to this path. Mm-hmm. Do you understand now? Mm-hmm. And I'm an advocate of factual or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, the point. What I'm saying is that you know, this kind of measure will not, you know, just. I mean, will not, will not, will not solve the issue. The issue on ground is that people are no longer interested in whatever government is saying. Rules are guidelines. Well, the leaders of the the leaders of the church are interested, and Khan is also interested. So are they not people? No, you know, Khan. I tell you, let me tell something Mm. intimately. I'm just telling you, Mm. Khan is just fulfilling all righteousness. Okay, is our CCG is our CCG fulfilling all righteousness as well? Yes, of course. Now, uh, so let all, the let members. the let the members now follow the example of their leaders and also fulfill our righteousness. I, I understand, but what I'm saying is that this one will not this one will not stop the spread. Yes, it will not. I think you know public health officials of mine, will disagree with you. A friend of mine came from. Look at what they are saying. Mm. You said, okay, fine. We should. You know, you raise one issue now. Mm-hmm. That okay, fine. You you. I had the, I had the, this document you're talking about. I have it mm. with me. Mm. Now, what they said is that. We should not say we should not gather. It is there. But because of federal government, you know, each state are now bringing federal government to every hem. Because each state, someone look and also, okay, don't hold um, what nice services. Mm. You understand now, in my state. Mm -hmm. You can't say it for Mm. political reasons because you know that, I mean, people, someone lose allies, someone lose enemies, belongs to either of these, I mean, members of these churches or mosques. Remember, it's not only about it's not only about uh, Christians that doing what uh, what's go watch overnight. I mean, cross overnight. Do you understand? So, but they are now saying because of what federal government has laid down, twelve to four. Because they know that if you cross over the night, definitely people will move about. Then you violate the what, what's go the rules. The federal government twelve to four a.m. curfew. That's what they are saying. 
And that's why some, some, some churches that are okay, if that is the case, we will hold the service between 9 and 11 so that in the remaining one hour, everybody must have gotten home. Doesn't that, doesn't that defeat the purpose? That's, yes, what, that's, that's the what question. That. No so, so, they should, so they you should not now. gather, they Abby? They, they should do it virtually, see, Abby? You know, the logical thing, mm. Sandra, the mm. logical thing they could have done mm. is that the way you have been giving churches and mosques mm. guidelines, mm. tell your members, mm. create adequate avenue as to sitting arrangements. Tell them so, and that's so. But when they are brought about 12 a.m., there were already two. guidelines. Um, guidelines are not more than 50 persons, right? Yes, now we and have then, a lot of uh, no, no, they said how do you okay? Capacity. Now. Oh, yeah, how do you do that for crossover service? Have capacity now when uh, you have your people. Okay. okay? So, so how how do you do it for crossover service that has everybody in at the same time? Then you do you do you do televising now. You do you do televising now. So that's what we're doing now. They are now doing tele, uh, what's it called virtual now. Televising is virtual now. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. We're saying the same thing. Okay, thank you for calling. Let me go to WhatsApp where we have messages. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Kayode from Ikotu says, Sandra, you're really a blessing to us. So please let uh, the NIMC and NIN take your advice of USSD. Register us with the network number. Send us dates for validation and, and activation of the NIN. Shikina, Sandra, you too much. Oh, Kayode, thank you for that message. Uh, we've got Hunsu from Idioro Mushing who says he registered um, his NIMSI at the Nigeria Air Force headquarters some three years ago and he was given his slip with his number. But the issue is that I couldn't see the last figure uh, because of how I folded the slip for so long. Please, what can I do? If you have a BVN, uh, send star 346 uh, hash uh, to the network where you registered your BVN to. Chances are it's probably already automatically linked. All right. So if you have a BVN and then you have the number with which you registered that BVN, that's probably the number that you registered your name with. Or they have already just automatically attached both for you. So type star 346 hash and then um, you should be able to see your your number. Uh, we have another message here. Sandra, I don't know why we try to uh, spiritualize everything. The government is not banning worship here, but they're asking worshippers to play safe. Remember, it's only the living that can praise the Lord. The focus is not on the timing of going to the crossover, but on the safety attached to life. God answers prayers at any point we are. It's like the treasury is empty and to fill it, that's why. O.C. says, O.C., what treasure are you talking about? The Bible and Quran made it clear that we should obey constituted authority. The government has made it clear that crossover services on New Year Eve should not hold. The government must, uh, the that directive, sorry, must be obeyed by all concerned. Um, Okorafo Ikechichinasa says, Okorafo, thanks for your message. Sandra, a system where after your goods have been cleared in the port, you still see customs officers still extort importers, how do you expect that system to work positively? And the whole officers are from a particular region of the country. Wilson Edwards from Satellite Town says, what region of the country are they from, Wilson? We've got um, another message here. Sandra, you're against the church. Stop speaking for government. If you have any problem with church, stop going and stay at home. I don't like the way you talk about church. Elijah from Lekki says, Elijah, that's your personal problem. We've got uh, Oruro from Ayobo who says, Sandra, what's the justification uh, on the side of the government for banning crossover service. Meanwhile, they're making us crowd all day in the name of getting NIN. Have you seen 
the crowd at NIN centers. And for the Apapa gridlock, it's political. Ask government why over 20 scanners in Apapa port is not working, not even one. Okay. So you think it's political for the government to say don't go for crossover service? <sighs> okay, then. <laughs> Let me bring you business news. After the business news, we're going to bring you today's glass ceiling. I'm Sandra Ezekwesoli. Don't go away. The conversation. We black people must understand what is really going on. Import, import, import milk, sugar, toothpicks, toothpaste, handkerchief, pencil. We don't make it. Presenting the facts and access to pour out your mind. Every time you bring in a shipload of rice, you also bring in a shipload of unemployment because you are transferring your wealth to sustain other economies. So let's look at an Africa that must be free to take care of herself, an Africa that's free from exploitation in broad daylight. They need jobs. They are children. They've graduated. They've come back home to begin a second child because there's no factory to employ them. 99.3. Nigeria Info. Let's talk.